You're listening to Soul Roadmap, episode 46. Welcome to Soul Roadmap Podcast. Each week, you'll hear strategies and inspiration to take action and live life better. Hi, I'm Dina Cataldo, lawyer, coach, and entrepreneur. This podcast is your roadmap to creating more success in your life, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm so glad that I get a chance to talk to you, especially about one of my favorite topics, which is about how we use words in our life because they can be so transformative. We don't give them enough credit, I think, because we take them for granted, right? We use them every single day and we get into this autopilot. We don't necessarily think about how we choose our words impacts how we are thinking and then how that can impact how we're feeling and ultimately that this will impact the results that we see in our life. So I'm really excited to get to talk to you about this because I've picked out 12 of my favorite phrases that I like to remind myself of. Now, you don't have to remember all 12 to get an impact from this episode. This is something where if you just take one of these away and you begin to bring some more awareness to what's going on in your life, what's going on in your mind, and you start using this phrase in place of whatever you're using or completely adding this into your vocabulary, then you're going to see an impact. So I'm really excited to get started. But first, I want to acknowledge Julia Prumbau from Switzerland, and I hope I'm pronouncing Prumbau right, but I really appreciate it that you took the time to leave a review for me. And her review is this. I arrived to the soul roadmap of Dina Cataldo by total chance. Now I listen to it every episode from far away, even if some are more meaningful than others for me. I dislike iTunes, but I have made the effort of writing this review because she deserves this great review and many more. If I could mark 10 stars, I would. Dina is so generous, truthful, and authentic in her passion to share her knowledge and by this help people through life that I hope she gets 10 times back all the effort that she puts in creating this valuable podcast and the free documentation associated to it. Please continue doing it. It is a bright flame of light and inspiration in the middle of a world of darkness. Oh my goodness. Wow. I get goosebumps reading that out loud. Thank you so much, Julia. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you taking time out to go to iTunes. I know it's not always the easiest app to use. So I really appreciate that. And if you have heard this podcast and you've gotten something out of it, I would really appreciate it if you would take the time to go to iTunes iTunes really looks at, you know, the subscribes, the stars, the uh, reviews in order to determine what shows get shown to people. And, you know, like as Julia was saying, she arrived to Soul Roadmap by total chance. And that's what I'm relying on to get the word out about this podcast. So if you have a moment, I'd really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and leave a review and subscribe if you haven't already subscribed. Okay, so now let's get into the meat of this. So 12 phrases that you have to add into your life. Number one, and I love this one because so many people seem to get a big impact from this by using it right away. What would this look like if it were easy? 
So let's say you're faced with something that looks like a mountain of a task and you have absolutely no clue how to do it. In fact, you're getting so stressed out by thinking about all the things you have to do that you're starting to get overwhelmed. Well, that's when this phrase will make the biggest impact because it forces your brain to start thinking differently. So what would this look like, this project, this task that's in front of you, if it were easy? Does it mean eliminating parts of it? Does it mean changing some things around? Does it mean prioritizing something over something else? I mean, your brain is going to start coming up with solutions. So just ask yourself that question when this kind of thing starts popping up in your life. Second, we attract what we feel. And I have this actually taped onto my water bottle at the office because it's something to continually remind me that I am going to see more of what I think about every single day. So if I feel stressed, I'm going to find things to be stressed about. If I feel bad or sad, I'm going to find more things to feel bad or sad about. And the same thing works with if I'm thinking more about what's positive and what feels really good, I'm going to find more of that. And that's due to the fact that we have this reticular activating system in our brain. And we focus on the bad because of our brain. So usually what it's trying to do is protect us, right? Like that is the big default system. So we begin to see more of what we perceive as fill in the blank, stressful to prove ourselves right. Our brain is constantly trying to prove ourselves right. So for example, 10 good things may have happened in your relationship today with your partner. But then we find the one thing to obsess over, the one thing our partner screwed up, right? Our brain is telling us, you know, we need to fix this. There's something wrong, you know, and that was great. Again, like, you know, thousands of years ago when we were really looking for those things that were wrong and how we could fix them. But right now we don't need that. So now what we can do is bring our attention to our feelings and change our focus. So if we're feeling stressed out, Well, we just look at it and we say, hey, you know what? There's something else we can do here. We can attract what we feel. So if I'm feeling stressed out, I'm just going to get more of that. And we know that that's not in our best interest. So that is why I love this because whenever I'm feeling stressed out, I look at my water bottle and I say, huh, okay, well, I'm just going to get more of this if I continue down this path. So then I change things up. And that is what you need to do when you are really committed to this process is start leaving yourself little notes. Okay, so I have some on my computer, on my monitor. I have one on my water bottle. I have on my mirror. I actually use like a whiteboard pen and I wrote in a couple phrases that I like to be reminded of in the morning when I'm getting ready for the office. I mean, these are all things that we can do to start really getting these phrases in our brain and start using them every single day. The third phrase that I love is you are not your thoughts. And that phrase is really there for me to remind myself that I am not stressed. I have stressful thoughts. It's not that I'm a stressed person. It's something I can control. Everything that I feel is within my control. And so that phrase really helps me de-identify, like get at some distance from my thoughts and understand that I can change how I feel. And you can do this at all times. So just recognize you are not your thoughts. You're not a stressed out person. You're not a busy person. You are in control of how you feel at all times and you have the ability to change your thoughts. 
Okay. So this kind of started out as something that was a little funny at work. One of my coworkers and I, we talk quite a bit and we started to say when we're looking through files, you know, and seeing what's going on in people's lives, it can be really heartbreaking. And other times you can read something and you see that people aren't taking full responsibility for their lives and the actions and the consequences that come as a result of those actions. Now, you and I, we go through the same thing. We are exactly the same. We go through our lives and we don't recognize when we are causing the effects in our lives and the consequences that come as a result from our actions. And so my coworker and I say, maybe it's you. And it's just kind of a funny reminder for us to take 100% responsibility for our actions, that there's zero victimhood here. Now, you may not have had loving parents or the opportunities that someone has had But always there's somebody who has it worse than you and is winning at life right now. There was this episode that I heard. It was Jay Shetty and it wasn't too long ago. So I'll link to it in the show notes at dinacataldo.com forward slash 46. And it was amazing. He had a childhood that most of us would consider a nightmare. And yet he found a way to take full responsibility for his actions when he had the ability to have that agency. And he is thriving in life. I forget the gentleman's name who he interviewed, but I'll be sure to link to that in the episode because it was riveting. It was absolutely riveting. And he breaks down excuse by excuse that people had because he is very aware that he did not have those opportunities. He didn't have anything that you and I probably have in our lives. And he took 100% responsibility for his actions, for his thoughts, and he created an amazing life, okay? So just recognize that if something isn't going quote unquote right, then you can actually change things, recognizing, hey, maybe it's you, maybe it's not your coworker, maybe it's not your partner, maybe it's not your friend, And sometimes you have to look at who's the common denominator in a situation that seems to repeat itself over and over again. And then you can say to yourself, hmm, maybe it's you. Anyway, I think that's a hilarious phrase. I don't know what you think of it, but I love it. All right. So the fifth phrase that I love is I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. No matter the frustrations, no matter what I might be thinking about the situation at hand, this is where I'm supposed to be right now. Wherever I am, I know I can move forward. I may not have exactly what I had planned in front of me, but I can always pave a path forward. And there's no shaming ourselves for being imperfect. It's so easy for us to start blaming ourselves and shaming ourselves for not having exactly what we want when we want it. We might get angry or frustrated or annoyed. But then when we take a step back and say, you know what, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. There is something I'm going to learn right now or I've learned already and I'm going to take that and move forward from here. It instantly calms me. And so as a lawyer, we're constantly stressed out. We're constantly feeling overwhelmed. But when that comes up for us, we can take a step back with some of these phrases and just take a breath, say them to ourselves, and we will instantly reduce that overwhelm. So another reason why I love this phrase is because so many of us are perfectionist, right? 
We stress about not being perfect. We want the perfect body. We want to be the perfect employee, lawyer, you know, what have you. We want to have the things we think we're supposed to want to have. Children, a partner, success, whatever success looks like for you. And then when we don't feel like we have it, we stress and wonder what is wrong with us. And whenever I begin comparing my beginning to somebody else's middle, I remind myself of this phrase. I am exactly where I am supposed to be. Phrase number six, what other people think of you is none of your business. So this phrase was a relief to me when I heard it, and it took me years to really internalize it. I cared about what everyone thought. I cared about what my parents thought about my career choice, the store clerks thought about my book selections, my professor's thoughts about my intelligence, my employer's thoughts about my work ethic and enthusiasm. And probably the only one that had any validity was the last one because it had to do with my livelihood and I was in a competitive environment. But even so, I could let go of that too because my work really spoke for itself, right? In fact, seeking approval was the biggest hurdle I've had to overcome because if I didn't receive the feedback I was looking for, I made it mean something about me when really it only meant something about them. My confidence really took hold when I let go of the importance of what others thought about me, what I'm doing, what I'm saying, and I still watch myself and how I phrase things because I understand the importance of words because I'm not perfect either. I mean, I say things and I'm like, oh, that didn't sound good. So recognizing that everyone is a work in progress is really important here. But I've created more and changed more in the last three to four years because I've taken this phrase to heart. It's really difficult to grow the way that we want to grow, the way that we're meant to grow when we're constantly allowing ourselves to hold back because we're concerned about what other people think. So the next time you notice yourself not doing something because you're afraid of what someone might think, just tell yourself what other people think is none of my business. And when you let go of some of that feeling that you are being judged for what you're doing, just recognize, you know what? It doesn't matter. Because what really matters is what I'm doing for myself and how I am growing as a person and how important you are. So number seven, why am I not doing what I want to do? So this really isn't a phrase so much as obviously a question to ask yourself when something comes up that you want to do, but you're not doing it. So what do I mean by this? Another way to say this is why am I scared? So are you scared about something because it's too hard, because we've disguised what we're scared of and instead give quote unquote reasons not to do something? There's a difference between the kind of fear of, you know, jumping out of a plane without a parachute. That is a legitimate fear. But an example that I'll give you about what's going on in my life is that I have not reached out to a person that I would like to mentor me because I, and you know, fill in my blank reasons, right? I don't have enough time right now. I don't have enough money right now. I don't know if today's the right day. I don't know what time of day is it? Are they even awake right now? Should I call them? So I hold back on this with all of these reasons. But really, if I sit back and use this phrase, why am I not doing this? Why am I not doing what I know I want to be doing? It's because I'm scared. 
It's because I'm scared that he's going to think that I'm a fraud, that he's going to see right through me, that this person is going to just think that I have no business asking him for help, and that I really just don't have time for this, that something is going to happen where I have to give up something that I'm doing. But that's, again, I'm going into my quote unquote reasons with that last one. That is really just me thinking with my reptilian brain that is trying to scare me out of this. But what I want to do study under this person is something that I know is what I want because I know that people have been profoundly impacted by him and I would like to experience that too. So maybe you have something going on right now. Maybe you have a career change that you want to make, or maybe you have something big that you want to tell somebody and you're holding off on it and you're coming up with all of these reasons. You're saying, okay, I don't have time right now, or this is going to hurt their feelings. And it's kind of making you tight inside. And you're kind of like starting to get a little stressed out about it. Ask yourself, why are you really not doing this? And then you can fill in the blanks with your own reasons, quote unquote, or the actual reason why you're not doing it, which is you're scared. And usually, no, I'm going to say always, except for the jumping out of the plane without a parachute thing. Um, When we see something in our lives that we're scared of, the place where we're going to have the most growth in our life is going towards the fear. And we can only work through that fear to get to the other side and create the growth that we want. All right. So number eight, I like this one. Okay. How can I make this experience a 10? Or another way of saying this is where am I settling? So sometimes we feel like we are stuck in a rut or sometimes we just are looking around at our lives and we're thinking, why do I keep repeating this pattern over and over again? And then you can take a step back with this phrase, where am I settling? And you can say, okay, I see this pattern repeating over and over again. Where am I not getting what I need? Where am I not getting what I want? So asking ourselves, where are we settling or how can I make this experience a 10 is another way to get our brain thinking about us, to get us thinking about what we want. And so often we pay attention to what everybody else wants. We put ourselves at the bottom of the to-do list. We give all of our energy towards work. We give all of our energy towards our partner, or if you have kids, a kid, all of that energy is going out to other people. And very rarely are we asking ourselves what we want. So when you're experiencing anything, I mean, you could be sitting at your desk, looking at your desk and thinking, oh my gosh, I hate my desk. It's covered in paper. You could say, how can I make this experience a 10? You can throw on some music, you can get your papers organized, you can do all kinds of things, but your brain is going to start generating ideas when you start asking yourself this question. Number nine, stop thinking. Yes, that's it. Just stop thinking. So all of us have these compulsive thoughts. In fact, about 80 to 90% of our thoughts are repeated throughout the day. So when we repeat them over and over and over again, then we're wasting our brain, really. So what can we do? Just acknowledge that you're doing it and say you're done now. That's one way to do it. And that is maybe where I started was like saying, you know what, I'm done now. And sometimes I still do that. Another way for me to do that is just say, stop thinking, just stop thinking. You know, there's no use thinking the same thought over and over again. I obsessed about it in the morning and now my brain's obsessing about it in the afternoon and now it's obsessing about it again right before I go to bed. So just recognize that you're having this thought and tell yourself, stop thinking, or you can just say, hey, you know what? I'm done. Number 10, 
everything is going to be okay. Things will always work themselves out and we stress ourselves out with expectations and thinking about how it could go wrong. Stop thinking and just say this, everything is going to be okay. It's all going to work itself out. You're instantly going to feel calmer. Number 11, I can figure this out. So this kind of goes with the victim mentality one, right? Like we get stuck in this place sometimes. And, you know, I've seen myself do this. For instance, with my taxes, I don't do my own taxes, but gathering all the paperwork and doing all the calculations and then sending it off, I get into this place where I put it off as long as possible. I've done it now, so I feel very excited about that, but I was putting it off and I go into this, I'm confused. I don't have time to, I don't like doing this. I don't know how to, it stresses me out. All of these things that we're telling ourselves, right? But then we can always take a step back and say, I can figure this out. Whether it comes to money, cooking, creating a business, doing better at the office, going through a case file and finding that thing you needed. I mean, it could be anything. I can figure this out. It's creating agency in ourselves and it's letting us know we can get this done. All right. Getting out of that unresourceful space of feeling like we don't know how and instead getting into a resourceful space, which is I can figure this out. Marie Forleo, who I love, she has a phrase that she uses. She says, everything is figure outable. So if that resonates with you and you like that better, you should totally take that on. So everything is figure outable. And I will link to her YouTube videos in the show notes because she's awesome. All right. So last one, number 12, and this one is a doozy. So I'm sorry if this offends you. Transformation does not tolerate mediocrity. And when I heard that phrase, it gave me all those chills, those like, whoa, I am responsible for everything that happens in my life. I am responsible for how I think, how I feel, the results that I create. And that kind of wraps up everything in one. Transformation does not tolerate mediocrity. If you want to create lasting change in your life, if you want to create a life that you love, the results that you know you deserve, it's time to start taking total responsibility for everything. And I say this to myself and I love it. This is actually something that Jim Fortin introduced me to. And I will link to our podcast in the show notes because I really enjoyed that podcast. So that's it. That's what I got for you today. I got these 12 amazing phrases that you can use anytime to shift what's going on in your brain. These are just like the tip of the iceberg. I mean, if you really want to start diving into how you're thinking and start getting some more phrases to get your thoughts going. I'm actually going to link to the 99 mantras. I call them mantras because it's fun, but really it's these kinds of phrases, these kinds of questions to get our brain thinking in a more resourceful way. So it's a free guide. It also has an audio training. So I walk through everything with you. So I am going to link to that in the show notes and download it because it's amazing. And when you find those phrases that really resonate with you, they're going to click in your brain. Like there's just like a snap and you're going to get that ease of using it when you find yourself in these situations and you want to get yourself in a different state. You want to be more relaxed. You want to reduce whatever overwhelm that you're feeling. You're going to be able to find that. So I highly recommend you download that. It's totally free. And you can go to dinacataldo.com forward slash 46 to grab it. 
Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. I hope you got something valuable and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Soul Roadmap. If you have a moment, I'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe, rate, and left an honest review on iTunes. I read every single review, so let me know what you want to hear more or less of, and I'll talk to you next week.